0: Hey, everybody, welcome into this week's episode of Sunny Days and Double Plays, a Palm Beach Baseball podcast. It's me, it's me, it's Mike V. We're back. We got another fun filled week to review. We got another fun full week of uh, previews coming up uh, as we have a back to having a almost full slate of games this weekend. Uh, last weekend, we were abbreviated. The Central Division uh, had action as well as one game. Uh, between the JEG Reds and the Hurricanes, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes. We'll also do Beer League Vegas odds, like always. Um, but first, let's talk about the weekend that was for the Palm Beach teams in the 18-plus division over at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches and at Roger Dean Stadium. Uh, I had the distinct honor to be a very small piece of the Palm Beach Thunder organization for the weekend, Mike Solon. Um granted me the ability to be a coach uh for the for the team for the weekend. Um I was joined by obviously Mike. Uh he put together a great a great team. Um Ivani and Joey from Los Marlins uh, obviously Ivani from you know being a part of the show. Uh, they came aboard helped coach um, that 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 was a really loaded team that uh the thunder organization put into that tournament and all of that uh successfully paid off as the the thunder were able to win the fall classic uh, like i said huge uh huge shout out to all those guys uh, I know a lot of them are gonna are gonna listen to this thing um yeah those guys played their butts off um i've got Nothing but all of the love in the world for all of those guys. Um, The chat we've had um, has been very, uh, very happy uh, that that those guys were able to finish the deal. Uh, It started on Saturday. We had a doubleheader. Uh, We defeated the Long Island Mudcats in the first game. Sammy Camacho got the victory in that one. Uh, It was followed by a tough loss to the Dade City Brewers. Um, they were able to keep us off balance, kept us off the base path most of that game. Uh, we were unable to manufacture much um, just because we weren't able to do a, a bunch uh, offensively in that game. The pitcher really kept us off balance. Um, kudos to that guy. Uh, Sunday, we had a single game against the Atlanta Giants. That was a good team. Uh, they hit the ball pretty good. We tied with them. I think the final in that game was 6-6. Six to six. So it set us up where we were in prime position to uh, have destiny at our own hands if we were able to get there. Uh, Monday, we had a 9 a.m. tilt against the Virgin Island Eagles. Uh, Guy Bachacho got the victory in that game on the mound uh, as he was able to shut out the uh, Eagles over five innings in a 15 nothing drumming for the Thunder. Uh, so we were able to get the victory there. Uh, That meant that we were going to be in the upper portion of the bracket, um, and that meant that we were going to have a playoff game right away. We were not going to get the first round by. That went to the Giants, who we tied. Uh, We were the only non-win that they had in the um, round-robin play. So we got matched up uh, against the Tampa Thunder, uh, who we were able to defeat. Get to the the semis. We started our semifinals. And this is where things got a little crazy because of uh, Hurricane slash Tropical Storm Nicole. Um, The MSBL, MABL moved the game up from 9 o'clock to 8 o'clock. Put a very strict time limit on this game um, because we needed to get that game and the title game in very quickly. Uh, We played the number one seed from the other division, the Broward Red Sox. Fascinating situation here. I'm at work um, because I had, I couldn't get Monday and Tuesday off. So Ivani's messaging me throughout the game. He tells me that the umpires walked off and said, Oh yeah, the game's a tie Um, guys. It's a playoff game. There has to be a winner, right? At least that's what I thought. Um, So the umpires left. They ended up having to come back. We were able to take, uh, take advantage of the situation. Um, The jet stream really helped in that game from what Ivani told me. MJ, uh, had the game-winning RBI as we punched a ticket and a rematch with that Giants team um, in the finals. It, it was a it, it was a matchup that I think that the guys playing on the field wanted. Uh, I think they wanted to play that Giants team. That Giants team was a really good team. Shout out to those guys. Um, yeah, they they were they were a good team as well. Uh, final score in the title game: four two in favor of the Thunder. Um, like I said, the, the the team that Mike Solon put together, uh, I can't say enough positive things about him. Uh, those guys played their butts off. Um, and, and what I'll say here is the pitching staff that, that Mike put together um, was great. Uh, I don't think there's another word to say other than great. With the exception of the game against Dade City, uh, that didn't go our way 6-0. This pitching staff was lights out pretty much the entire way. Uh, Eric Abreu got two victories. He went seven and a third. His ERA was nothing. Uh, Guy Bacaccio, obviously the five innings in the game against the Virgin Islands that we needed to win to get into the playoff bracket. Uh, you know, He shut them out. Luis Lopez was electric in multiple appearances. Eight innings, 1.13 ERA. Uh, Sammy Camacho, his big start in game one. Uh, Caleb Pitts, uh, pitched some big innings for us on uh, on Tuesday, you know, uh, he didn't give up a run. Uh, neither did Darren Downs over his four innings. Josh Mowry had a big start against the Giants. Um, Cody Gardieri pitched well as well. Uh, I mean, we 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 had a thing here where you know we had a bunch of guys uh, show up and they 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 really uh, they really shoved and I can't say enough positive things about it. Um, I will tell you this, uh, Cody throwing somebody out at the plate from right field, that was the tying run. I think that was something that when you look back, there are turning points in tournaments and in games that, that, you know, this team really thought, okay, this went our way. Now it's time to take advantage of it. And I think that was a big turnaround uh, for for the Thunder team. Um, But the offense, everybody contributed in some way, shape, or form uh mj was the mvp of the title game Uh, he hit 435 over the entire course of the tournament um yeah he was a he was a a guy that we were able to use a lot mike delu had a good uh good run as well as he hit 381 he drove in three runs um anthony aletta had a good a good one as well he hit 462 this team you know and even even the guys that weren't producing batting average wise. We're doing the things that needed to be done, bunts, moving guys over, um, stuff that we, that we needed to do to win these games. And uh, it it was a fun, it was a fun weekend of baseball, a great group of guys. Um, A lot of us in that group chat said we'd like to run that back. So Mike, when you listen to this uh, yeah, sign me up. I'd like to be a part of that. Uh, Also um, you know, let's take this thing on the road let's let's have some fun with it. Let's uh I think this is a great group of guys. I think this is a group of guys that, you know, you, you, you go over to the other side of Florida and maybe play in a in a tournament or something like that in Fort Myers, you know, and I think this is a great group of guys that, you know, after a game you go out with, you hang out with. Um I got to hang out more with Mikey and Ivani after after the doubleheader on Saturday, I had a great time with those guys. Lewis you know, uh, I love uh, the camaraderie that all these guys had. I love being a little small piece of it. Uh, five, one, and one is the the final record for the fall champion, Palm Beach Thunder. It was a clean sweep for the Palm Beach teams, um, as the other the, the I guess the bottom half, the bottom bracket, the seven, eight, nine, and ten teams. In the eighteen plus had a had a bracket that was won by the team put in by Dave Sally and J B of the Palm Beach uh, organization. They defeated. I'm trying to see who they beat in the finals, I don't I don't remember who they beat, um, but they they walked away with a championship trophy as well. So all in all, a good weekend for the Palm Beaches and especially for our league. Uh, as we walked away with two championship teams coming out of this. Um, the Delray Nationals, last I saw they were in the 28-plus still, but then the weather kind of got a little crazy. I don't know what what they finished with. So uh, I'll hopefully uh, find that out, and I can report that on next week's show. The 35 and over starts. I know we got a Palm Beach team in that. So that's something to keep an eye on. I'll talk about that a little bit um next week as well, once I figure out exactly uh, where we stand with that. But that is what was uh, the tournament. Um, it was, like I said, great time. Would love Would love to run that back with those guys any day of the week. Uh, that team was a lot of fun to, to just be a small part of. But let's move on to the recap of the week that was for the league. Um, like I said, condensed schedule, uh, only four games throughout the Palm Beaches will start the JEG Reds and the Hurricanes the lone game from the American and National Division, and the Reds were able to knock off the final team from the ranks of the unbeaten, as the staff of the JEG Reds held the high-powered Hurricanes to just three hits. They were led by Garvis Romero, who went seven and two-thirds, only allowing one hit and two runs. For the Hurricanes, Almanza hit his, his first home run of the season, the second Canes team member to go deep, on the season, the central division, the Braves defeated the Red Sox by a final score of seven to two. Don't have any stats for those guys. Unfortunately, Um, I'd love to, again, get stats from you guys. Um, Ruben sent me a couple stats from you guys two weeks ago for the Red Sox. Uh, I wasn't able to get anything from him this week. My schedule was a little bit crazy, obviously, with the tournament and then coming back and, and having to work four or five days before I go to Orlando for my wife's birthday this weekend. So, a little bit crazy on my end, so that's my fault. I wasn't able to do my due diligence on that one. I'll get better at it, I swear. Uh, Hold me to it. Uh, Other Central Division games, the Heat defeated the Sugar Kings by a final score of 9-6. The Heat won the battle of the middle innings and held on to defeat the Sugar Kings. Juan Hernandez pitched four innings, allowing three runs, none of which were earned, striking out one. Alejandro got the victory on the mound, though. As he went the next three, allowing two runs on no hits, none of the runs were earned, walking one and punching out two. Reese finished the job on the mound, going the final frame, allowing two hits, a run, walking one, and striking out three. Offensively for the Heat, manager Jeff Houston went three for four with an RBI and a run scored. Mike Cardona, Drew Pascal, Mike Collins, Juan Hernandez all added hits, with Cardona and Pascal driving in one run, Collins driving in two, and Hernandez adding three RBIs. The final game of the Central Division slate saw the Angels defeat the Warriors by a final score of 9-7. to the Angels jumped out to an early lead and held on late to defeat the Warriors 9-7. For the Angels, uh, M. Vidalis went the first three and two-thirds, allowing three hits, three runs, two of which were earned, walking four, striking out three. Ryan Romero came in and got the victory for the Halos, as he went three and a third, allowing only two hits, an unearned run, walking one, and striking out two. Daniel came in after Ryan. He allowed two runs on two hits and two-thirds of an inning, and finally, Horning got the save, getting the final one and a third for the Halos, allowing two hits and one run. Offensively, Ryan Romero went three for four with two RBIs. Moran went two for four with two RBIs. Ray Jimenez, one for four with two runs scored. Navarro, two for three. Horning, two for two with an RBI and two runs scored. For the Warriors, uh, Power went all all the, all, the whole game for them. So kudos to that guy. 136 pitches about uh, is what the – game-changer stat sheet that uh, Bobby sent me, Uh, tip of the cap there. Uh, He allowed, of course, the seven runs on 15 hits. Six of the runs were – excuse me, nine of the runs. Six of those were earned, walking one and striking out five. Colby went two for four. Power also helped himself, going two for two and walking twice, reaching base in all four plate appearances. Uh, So let's go now to the uh, players of the week. Uh, for the Central Division, uh, the Central Division Pitcher of the Week, I gave to Alejandro of the Palm Beach Heat. I gave the Central Hitter of the Week Award to Ryan Romero. The National Hitter of the Week is Alamanza for his home run. The American Division Pitcher of the Week is Garvis Romero of the JEG Reds. Uh, so those are your awards for this week. Uh, back to a big slate of games next week, so we'll have a drive of the full award stuff. Uh, in the next show. So now let's move to Beer League Vegas odds. Uh, hurricanes and Reds who played last week on a bye this week because I know that uh, Junior and some of the Reds are playing in the 35 and up. So other than that, we have a full slate of games. Four games at 9, three games at 12.30. We'll start at Dyer Park. It is the Heat taking on the Warriors. I have the Heat at minus 125. I have the Warriors. At plus 130, I have an over-under in this game set at 11.5. I'm going to take the Heat by a final score of 7-4. to four. From the West Boynton Athletic Complex, it is the South Florida Beach Bums. Taking on the Caribe Stars, uh, I have the Bums at minus 125. I have the Stars at plus 130. Uh, I have the over-under in this game set at 9.5. I'm going to take the Bums' final score 5-2. to two. From Little Fenway, a game that I'm going to say is going to be a very interesting game. Um, the Thunder coming off of their tournament victory, uh, they will be the home team playing the Palm Beach Diamondbacks. I have the Diamondbacks at plus 120. I have the Thunder at minus 125. I have the over-under in this game set at 7.5. I'm going to take the Thunder 4-2. to two. And from Seminole Palms, The final 9 a.m. tilt, we'll see the Palm Beach Angels taking on the Palm Beach Red Sox. I have the Angels in this game at plus 105. I have the Red Sox at minus 110. I think this is going to be a pretty close game throughout. Uh, I'm going to take the Angels to get the victory uh, over under at 10.5. I'm going to take the Angels 5-4. to I think this one comes down to the last inning. The twelve thirty tilts will start at Seminole Palms. It is the Sugar Kings against the Braves. I have the Sugar Kings at minus one ten. I have the Braves at plus one fifteen. Over under in this game, I have set at thirteen and a half. I'm gonna take the Braves. Final score seven to five from Little Fenway. A game that I cannot discuss because obviously I have rooting interest in it. It is the St. Lucie Tribe taking on the Boca Dirtbags. Interested to see. uh, those guys for the first time live and in person. Um, if I make it back in time for my wife's birthday, we'll see about that. If not, I'm uh, intrigued to read the um, stuff at the end of the, the the game that Ken will send me. So uh, best of luck to Boca. Best of luck, uh, obviously, to our guys. Um, hopefully it's a good game. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. And finally, from West Boyton, 1230, it is the Palm Beach Los Marlins. Um taking on the Delray Nationals. This is my game of the week. I think this game is going to be an absolute barn burner. Uh, I think the over-under in this game is probably going to be set at about six and a half. Um, I'm gonna say that the Marlins are minus one oh five. I'm gonna say the Nationals are minus one oh five. This will be the closest game and the hardest game to set a line for. Um but I'm going to take the Marlins final score three to one. I think this game is going to be a pitcher's duel throughout. I think this game is going to be a very good game. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what happens uh, with this game. Um, I'm intrigued to read the post game report that I'll get from Ivani, who I'll eventually get back on this show. I've only tried to message him like three times over the last two days. And I think, I think the hurricane sent him crazy. Um, yeah. So that's beer league Vegas odds. That is the wrap up of last week's games. That is the wrap up of the 18 plus Palm beach tournament. Um, like I said, a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, we do have the Martin Luther King kickoff uh, tournament coming in January. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. If you're interested in that, there's information on the website, obviously PalmBeachBaseball.com, beach uh, Or you can reach out to Dave personally. Dave has some more information about that as well. Um, you know, other than that, guys, that's going to do it for the show this week. Um, I got to get this thing edited and up, uh, hopefully before I get on the road to Orlando, I can only hope, uh, if not, it'll be up probably late Friday night. So if you haven't heard this by Friday at like 10 AM, it's probably not going to be up until late Friday night. So, but that's the show for this week. I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. If you want to be a part of the show in some way, shape, or form, reach out to me, podcastpbbaseball at gmail.com, or you can be up at fatkidcertifiedse on Instagram, or Burnier underscore. Uh, other than that, guys, that's it for this week's show. Uh, until next week, I wish you all the best of luck on the diamond, and we will see you guys next week for more sunny days and double plays of Palm Beach Baseball Podcast.